It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. It's going to be really interesting because like we started off this podcast saying, you know, this is, we've only gone through four weeks of the season and we've seen both sides of the coin for both of these teams. We've seen mm-hmm. some of the highest of highs and some of the lowest of lows. Um, but one thing, while the Bucks did lose last week, they did put up 31 on Kansas City, and they had almost every single person from their wide receiver core back. I think, again, even though they lost, the fact that they were finally able to get into the end zone multiple times, the fact that Tom Brady was able to move the ball, they were able to put up some points, that kind of got a spark into this offense. So how will the Falcons' defense take on the likes of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and even someone that you guys are pretty familiar with in uh, Russell Gage whenever it comes to slowing down this pretty intense and formidable wide receiving core that the Bucks have. Well, I tell you what, I've I've done I've I've been in that stadium. I've been in here when you guys come in. I don't ever enjoy seeing Chris Godwin and Mike Evans come to town because these guys have played pretty well against us. I mean, Evans has, I think, now obviously we play each other twice a year. So the numbers are going to be a little um, little bit more bloated compared to just teams you face once a year or every other year. But Evans has got 10 touchdowns against us in his career. Godwin's got nine. And these guys both average, they average over 80 yards a game against the the Falcons. So they clearly don't take weeks off when they see the bird on the helmet, the black (laughs) and red comes to town. But I will say this, I think, and Casey Hayward is a guy that got off to a rough start uh, here in Atlanta. And honestly, to be, to be, to be frank, AJ, who we've just depended on in his, since he's been here, he's just become a shutdown guy. Mm-hmm. He had an off year first couple of uh, first couple of games, but he's he's coming off a great week where he completely shut down who I think is one of the better route runners in the league and Amari Cooper completely shut him down. And but I, I think this secondary is basically as well suited as ever to slow your guys down. Russell Gage is a guy who comes to mind. You know Isaiah Oliver, hopefully. Is he's come off the? He's been activated. Hopefully, he'll be ready to play. I, I don't know yet. They mm-hmm. haven't released. I know he's activated, but sometimes it takes a few weeks for these guys when they're coming back from the IR. I know the rules have all kind of changed. We're still getting used to all that. But you know, with with Richie Grant, 
who I know Central Florida area is somewhat familiar with because that's a guy that played at UCF. He is so much more comfortable in what the Falcons, you know, what they're doing defensively with this Dean Pease defense. Jalen Hawkins is a guy who's playing much better now in his third year. And we've got D. Offered and Mike Ford who have been occupying the nickel with Oliver out. Mm-hmm. Look, these this secondary is as good as it's been. Uh, probably since before the Super Bowl year, and I don't think we've—I don't think as much as I love Desmond Trufant, I don't think he was ever as shut downish as AJ's been, especially like last year. So I think these with these big receivers, because you guys got—you know—Mike Evans is a big dude, and Chris Godwin's no slouch. <laughs> and then you got—if Julio Jones was to play, another you know, guy at six three. Of course, you guys are now going through what we went through for. 10 years where, you know, hey, he didn't practice on Wednesday. He didn't practice on Thursday. Well, Friday's that day. Is he going to practice? And I think he's not practiced and not played more than he has so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to that, I, I, I don't expect him to come up early and play any kind of press coverage. I think they're going to play off a little bit. That seems to be the Dean P's MO, especially to start games. Okay. But one thing we haven't talked about, and is the best way to slow down a passing attack is getting after the quarterback. And we oh. we have started to do that. Look, Grady Jarrett has had a revival he know, of his career. He knows your boy Tom Brady pretty well, and he's he's gotten after him a few times. He's also just happened to be a guy who has done okay against Tampa. I mean, he's got four and a half sacks in 13 career games. He's got, what, seven – um tackles for loss he's a guy that's you know he's been in that backfield a little bit so you know offensive line not quite what it was last couple years that was about to be my question so (laughs) i don't want to take your questions away but no you're good i hope we can maybe create some havoc up front which will help our guys in the back end because uh-huh when you you know trying to cover for five or six seconds, normally is bad for a defense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you already pivoted there anyway, because of course I was going to ask about Oliver. Was he on the verge of returning? Because he can be a dangerous guy. They said that he has thrived and trying to, and come to life under Dean P's system. Um, he just has a way of bringing out the best player in him. Because when he first hit the scene, he wasn't too splashy, and people weren't sure where you know how he was going to contribute. But aside from the secondary, you mentioned the next most important part. But it's this uh, Taquan Graham. He's three and a half sacks in in the season already. We know how these defensive players get when they're feeling themselves, and that can be dangerous for a fragmented Bucks offensive line. Luke Hideki, Gedeki, I hate this kid's name. He has been struggling, but, I mean, he's had a large role on his plate right out the gate. Um, so he's starting to find his footing. I know that they had to give him a lot, a lot of slack this week in practice because he let up a lot that's going to affect Tom Brady and the rest of the offensive team. But then you have Hainsey who stepped up a lot more. And then 
you've got Donovan Smith at left tackle who's working through a really irritating injury. So if these guys come in really heavy on the line, then yeah, that can be an issue. And Tom Brady's Tom Brady, it's football. He doesn't talk about or disclose whatever injuries he may be feeling. But um talk about fine, guys. His shoulder huh? is Oh yeah. His, His shoulder's shoulder fine. Is fine. It's fine. all right. It's football. Um, but kind of talk to us a little bit about Graham and then you've got Lorenzo Carter who just kind of randomly decides to be this tornado if you will. Um, and then Rashad Evans. Yeah. So, so you mentioned to Graham. I'm so glad you mentioned him. We are this like, this is a guy didn't do a lot early last year and started mm-hmm. trying. He start like all these guys that came, this is, we've talked about earlier. This is a young team and this Dean P's defense is really complicated apparently because Taquan Graham had a kind of a slow start. You know, uh, we talked about uh, Richie Grant earlier and some of these young guys kind of, it was a little bit tough, but Taquan Graham, really good against the run. He has just completely played, like, just so much better than a lot of us, I think, expected against the run. And Lorenzo Carter is a guy who the UGA fans in this this state, this city, got super excited because, oh, we're getting a dog, you know, we're signing him. He was a little bit of, well, I mean, quite not only a little bit. He was a disappointment in his time in New York. He started to turn it on late in uh, – last year and it looked like a great signing he's already got a sack and a half he's shown up in some key times and you you, you brought up Rashawn Evans Rashawn Evans is I I didn't feel like he had a great first week uh mm-hmm. against the Saints but he just came on of like he had a very good game a 35 combined tackles he's up and, there with Walker yeah and look hey he played lights out in Seattle this guy actually he, he pretty much cost Richie Grant an interception in Seattle because he tipped the ball, and I'm never going to tell him not to, but he also <laughs> had another big tip ball that cost him a first down. So he's been a monster inside, and I think, honestly, he's been helped a little bit too with the, the defensive line playing a little bit better. So those are guys that have stepped up. Um, Adi Ogundeji is a guy who, again, second-year player. He has um, He's really kind of came into his own. And he's played well. Uh, he's he he's a stand up, just like Shaq Barrett for y'all. That's kind of how Adi plays for us, just like Lorenzo plays that way in this three four. Mm-hmm. Um, and our rookie of ours, who is he's this close, it seems like on every play, is uh, Arnold Abacady, and he's a guy mm-hmm. that came out of Penn State. He, they traded up for him in the second round. He's played pretty well. I've really really enjoyed watching him he's got a sack but he's just so close to being right there for this team and i I, I, we haven't had a pass rush in so long we got this we got this cheap little thrill with vic beasley in the super bowl year where we thought oh we finally found our guy because he has 15 and a half sacks he's gonna be the guy Mm -hmm. no he wasn't so here we go reset so I really feel good about where we're at. Now, another guy, one more guy I'll mention. I don't don't know if he'll make a play, but Abdullah Anderson played great in the preseason. They cut him. We're all, why is this happening? They bring him back on the practice squad, and now, boom, he's playing. Uh, I think he might get a little more action this week because the team cut. Uh, Anthony Rush, who was a big space eater, nose tackle, so they got mm-hmm. they got Abdul Anderson in here. Another guy. Look, this guy, 
is a butt nail guy. Nobody even knows Abdullah Anderson. He's been around in the league, but he hasn't played a lot. So another guy up front, but he's just really hard. He eats up blocks, and he always seems like he's fighting off. So there's some excitement for this for this defense, and especially those guys in that first and second level that we haven't had in a long time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun matchup, and it's going to be a matchup that really does, like we've said all along, determine who takes the NFC South, at least for now. Who will be crowned first place for now? And, uh, and it will be, again, really interesting to see because each team has had great moments and not-so-great moments. And so really kind of painting a picture what uh, what each team can do and how they can overcome uh, some of their, their frustrations. But, I mean, look, the Bucks are looking for their first home win. I mean, yeah, the finality of...